Pujimalta Bakribra Kun Langari. Almala Shilubu Naral Malkuta Rakai Arashatuman Kuna, Lijibanaj Kasa Shabigal Kuna. Welcome to Con Langery, the podcast about constructed languages and the people who create them. I'm George Corley. Uh, with me in uh, in Canada is Joey Windsor. Hello. And over in the Netherlands, we've got Christophe Grancier-Kluvitz. Good morning, Con Langery. <laughs> uh, yes, and good night, Con Langery, from me and Joey, because... Um, we're recording things at a really weird time due to schedules and uh, and things. So it's 7 a.m. for Christoph. It's midnight for me. It's 11 for Joey. <laughs> it's a little bit of a weird thing. But today is, uh, well, last month we had the 8th Language Creation Conference. So we are going to... Recap that Joey and and Christoph were both there. Um, I was not, unfortunately, because uh, you know I just you know I, I've never been able to go to one before, just because money and time and all those things. And uh, I was actually moving at the time, so I wasn't even on the live stream like I usually am. Um, but so I've got a couple people who were there. To talk about it, we're gonna have a good time. If you would like me to go to uh, the next language creation conference, I can tell you it would really help out if you would go support the show on Patreon. Uh, go to patreoncom conlangery. We've got a few people supporting us. It's covering sort of the the basic costs of hosting and stuff for the podcast now, but you know. If I could get enough that I could save up money for a trip, you might have me go on and uh, and like do more recording at the at the conference and and be able to give a little bit more of my perspective from it. So that's that's one possibility that could come from uh, that. So anyway, let's get started here. George, that just means you have to put in a proposal to host it in two years' time. <laughs> I tried one once, but like I didn't have time and it ended up being kind of a bad proposal. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe someday I'll get my act together and actually put together a decent one. But uh, that would be uh, that would be an interesting, interesting challenge. Uh, I would uh, I would uh, definitely be interested in having it nearby me. But uh Anyway, so the Eighth Language Creation Conference. You guys went to it, Jova. You were basically running it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, feet on the ground, trying to keep everything organized. Uh, of course, we had a wonderful, wonderful team of local volunteers and our local host, Bettina. Um, so they were, they were, they were really getting everything done while I was just trying to supervise <laughs> um of course we have to thank uh Cy and alex and uh eric who were helping out with the live stream and um 
I, I think we got pretty good quality this year, except for maybe the first uh, the first little bit. It was much better. Um, so I did I did go back and uh, at least get through part of it of the uh, recording on YouTube, and it was a lot better than the last one, which I don't know just what happened, but there was. I, I think that was uh, well. One, my camera overheated, so we lost. We didn't have the ability to capture backup and uh my my computer was live streaming the lcc 7 one and i thought a 16 gig processor was going to do the trick but the video card wasn't up to snuff so we kept getting a lot of lag and had to keep restarting the computer and restarting the computer etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah none of that now yeah none of that this time there was some like parts where the audio was a bit iffy and and lighting was not good i I um I saw your presentation and I liked the little bit at the end where you were having people uh do the end of the uh do the do create a language using the um the contrastive hierarchy. Yeah, the con Drescher's contrastive hierarchy, right? But I couldn't see the board because <laughs> of the lighting, but uh that's 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 the only thing. I would say like if I were to make a suggestion it would be like Maybe we the LCC should invest in some lav mics to mic speakers. Yeah, we bought some mics this time, but uh, we ended up not using them because they they weren't very good quality. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, lav mics are not necessarily the best quality, but you know, it 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 keeps the audio of the speaker in focus. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's. That's too much technical talk. Let's talk about like what the experience was. How what what um what good talks did you all hear? But let, uh, Christoph, why don't you start with that since we oh. had Joey talking a little bit here? I that's uh, it's I can't really make a choice because the the entire conference was of such a high quality. Once again, I mean that's uh, was incredible. Um, I must say I. Happy in the wind started with uh, Margaret Ransell Green and uh, Eric Barker uh, doing a bit of a, uh, a, a short concert uh, in front of us. It was a very good way to wake up to, uh, uh, to it. That was uh, that was really nice. But the, for for the rest, all presentations had something interesting to uh, 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 to tell, and um, I. I I would be really hard pressed to uh, single out something that I found uh, especially fantastic. It was all uh, the, the the quality in general was uh, high, higher than uh, than in the the previous analysis. We we keep breaking records not only in participation but in uh, in quality of uh, of uh, presentation. I must say what I also liked the the panel was interesting and the poster session during uh, the uh, after lunch break was uh, was actually quite good. That was a new thing and I think it was a uh, it was a big success. Yeah, it's I'm looking now at the uh, uh, at the schedule and trying to to to, to think which uh, presentations really uh, uh, pop out. But yeah. It's all. It, there was from everything from uh, interesting uh, history lesson on the um, the language hawks 
by uh, Oliver Mayer on uh, how somebody that was that was an interesting uh, one about how someone f managed to fool linguists for a short while on a long language which was actually a con language which he, has he had created although the creator himself never uh, uh, admitted to it to the hoax so it was quite an interesting thing a bit of uh, history that I was not aware of so that was interesting um, uh, Joy's talk was uh, very very interesting very technical but very interesting um, let me see Jeffrey had once again a very uh, uh, lively talk. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I liked I, I liked the talk about um, Ulkoma for the language for the city and the city, a, 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 a TV adaptation of a book by uh, China Melville. Uh, interesting to see how Conlanger uh, had to. to <laughs> to uh, uh, work with uh, people who didn't seem to really care about the the language itself it's, uh, oh. it was, yeah it's, uh, it's it was all all very interesting all very interesting very difficult to uh, uh, to single anything out uh, that's that's very interesting um I, I didn't see all of those I saw the panel discussion I thought that was very uh interesting a lot of interesting sort of insights about like world building through conlanging and how it can be put into fictional works and and such and, um there are interesting things there uh, joey what were some particular um talks that you thought were interesting what were what were some things that you thought were uh i, th I think my so I was telling everybody, I, I love the conference so much that I forgot to live tweet it because I was so engrossed in, in all of the talks. <laughs> so like I, I managed to get a couple tweets out, but I kept forgetting to even pull my phone out to grab pictures and stuff. Um, my favorite part of the conference every time is the language relay, and that didn't disappoint at all. <laughs> That's uh, true. So yeah, you, you have to get to that part of the, the live uh, stream, even though I screwed up and and missed putting one person's in, but uh, we we got that in the end. I really liked uh, Jan van Steenbergen uh, Steenbergen's talk uh, at the end of day two, constructed languages in the twenty first century. It was just this really great over uh, overview, and it, uh, it sort of tied everything together for the end of the conference. So I was really happy we placed him at the end. And of course, Margaret and Eric's music to wake us up on day one was fantastic. Um, just a, a very different style uh, talk for a conference. Yeah, I um, that one I think did not come through on a live stream. So uh, unfortunately, people are not going to be able to co go back and listen to that. Although I put myself on Margaret's mailing list for her music. So I have that sitting in my inbox. I'm going to have to listen to it and review it sometime. Yeah. So cool. Cause, uh, Eric, as a composer, he even invented sort of, uh, con instruments, if you will, to, uh, to go with Margaret singing. So he had sort of, um, I don't know what the instrument was, but it was kind of a synthesizer that was making these con instrument sounds to go along with singing. It was, it was awesome. Oh. Do they use like? Yeah, indeed. The, the, the use. I don't know. I don't know how that instrument is called either. But basically, he uh, 
the uh, think up uh, uh, con instruments they uh, use that that uh, synthesizer to synthesize what they expect the sounds would, uh, of those instruments would be like and they uh, even do uh, 3d uh, 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 drawings of those instruments oh wow so the question I have there is have they invented like their own scales for music and such? I can't answer that one. Uh, they did have a poster presentation, but yeah. uh, I think I was trying to run around uh, well, and get uh, interviews for Con Langery during that. Oh, okay. I went there to the to their poster presentation, and uh, some of their cultures use the same scale as we are using. Others do not. And they oh. indeed thought about scale uh, uh, and how what what uh, different cultures are doing in their in the corn world, and uh, there is a, a variety of, of of scales. Basically. Oh, okay. That's something that I wanted to do a long time ago. Was was actually create the culture to the point of like inventing musical scales. Wow. Because uh, that's that's a thing. Rhythms you can also do a lot of playing around with but there's um the like musical rhythm still breaks down to a very simple either two or three beats sequence sequences of those but scales you can do all kinds of things because you can divide up the sound spectrum in all kinds of ways but uh yeah that sounds really cool and i'm going to have to uh uh, see if I can have them on at some point or something. But uh, oh, for sure. have to, yeah, oh, yes. have to that would be interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's that sounds really cool. Why don't we uh, put together? Because uh, Joe, you just talked about how you recorded some stuff for me, and uh, I think I've got like five little clips that you've got. I'm just gonna sort of play them, and we can sort of whatever comes to us as we uh as we go through these we'll just have a little conversation so here's the first clip here hi i'm seamus Dahlmoch, and i'm uh, i presented yesterday at the conference and i've been really enjoying all the other talks today um we, earlier we had margaret stock on creative polysemy and using um con culture and and conlanging together at the same time to build up your lexicon that was really great and it's really wonderful to meet all these weirdos here that are <laughs> very friendly and i like them wonderful would you like to do one as well yeah sure sure so name and general impressions okay uh my name's michael Nabot. um and uh yeah i am just really enjoying the atmosphere of the conference um like Seamus said it's wonderful to meet all of these uh geeky people and you know we can just you know really just enjoy each other's company and um, i am really enjoying all the talks even if some of the technical stuff goes over my head i'm still kind of going well there's enough people who understand what's going on and who are clearly enjoying this that i can just sit back and relax and kind of listen to listen to other people geeking out and it's just really fantastic do you have a favorite part so far or a favorite oh, talk um well i because of my background i have quite like these uh, con culture uh, and, yeah. and and conlanging stuff but that's just because of my background. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I've enjoyed some of the netline stuff as well, um, and and the theory stuff if I can understand it more. So yeah, it's, I've, I've enjoyed all of it. Nope, still going. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. 
But I think the part that got cut off there, uh, Seamus was just about to say uh, one of his favorite things was the fact that there's always Klingon being spoken just just somewhere in the room. And uh, I agreed. I, I very much enjoyed hearing spoken Klingon just all over the place. I think that clip is actually in there. So Yeah, there was a lot of Klingon spoken around. There were a lot of Klingon speakers uh, uh uh, yeah, that's that was that was quite funny because we uh, we got some press coverage where they linked us with Game of Thrones and uh, Dothraki, but there was Dothraki was mentioned only once by Jeffrey Brown during the entire uh, uh, conference. For the rest, it was all uh, our own Klingons and Klingon. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's what what you get, and uh, we'll hear someone speaking Klingon later. But uh, yeah, that's really cool. Um, uh, I like the the fact that you have a guy who's like, well, I don't understand all the technical stuff, but it seems like the people who do understand like the talks. So <laughs> you, it's it's for all kinds. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it you know he, he uh, uh, really pulled, uh, uh, nailed it. It's uh, the the conference is really it's really the experience of 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 meeting, and for many of the people who once again in this conference meeting other uh, conlangers for the first time face to face and uh, you could see it how it happened especially during the uh, uh the social uh, uh events that's how people jumped on the occasion and uh, uh that's uh, the enthusiasm that uh, that was palpable in the uh, uh at, at all times was really nice to watch and it's, yeah. uh, you don't, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get old, even after the uh, four uh, conferences like uh, like have attended now. It's uh, it's still as exciting as the first time. Yeah, the social events this time were were phenomenal. I don't know what elevated them above the the last year. Um, maybe it's because we were enjoying some more patio time, and the the weather was wonderful, and we weren't faced with uh, smoke from forest fires like LCC7. (laughs) Yeah, great social events, great conversations with everyone sort of uh, off camera once the conference was winding up. Yeah, it's uh, the... um as good as all the uh, the talks were, and as uh, well organized the LCC was, it's really the social aspect that made it this time to me, for me at least. It's it's uh, it was so uh, the people were so enthusiastic and uh, so open. It was uh, we have I've also had fantastic conversations with uh, with quite a uh, quite a lot, and uh, you can't talk to everyone unfortunately when you, there are so many people uh, uh, around. But it was. Uh, uh, Really, 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 uh, so good to the point of not uh, that uh, of actually not wanting to sleep because you're afraid <laughs> to to miss something. Uh, uh, every day went to bed at uh, three o'clock in the morning, basically. Yeah. Um. Let's let's keep going through these clips. I think uh, we might have mentioned this next one, but we'll we'll play it anyway here. It's a very interesting experience, uh, always just hearing Klingon being spoken right out of earshot. <laughs> yes, very true. Majka, majka. <laughs> We're recording for Con Langry, would you like to say something? Uh, there's a lot of things I want to say, but uh, I'll save it for the afternoon. <laughs> okay, and I think, it, I think that same guy is in the next one. Um, somebody. I, I think so, that was uh, Jan. Ben Steinberger. So, um, 
let me actually just jump into the next one and and we'll see what what uh, was said there. Hello world. Привет свете. Я есть Ян фон Стейнберген, автор, ко-автор межуславянского языка. I, I, I don't know if that was in Inter-Slavic or uh, what language was that, Christoph? I wouldn't know. I expect it, uh, it would be Inter-Slavic, but uh, the, the whole point of Inter-Slavic is that you can't really, uh, uh, and of Slavic is that you never know for sure if it's Inter-Slavic or it's just Polish or uh, another Slavic language. Never know with, with Jan. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his language. I haven't seen, I haven't seen his talk yet, so. Uh, his his talk wasn't necessarily on his his own conlanging. It uh, creeped in a few times, but he he gave more of a an overview of conlanging and sort of the history and the the sociology of it. Well, he's been active in the community for a long time, so he's he's somebody who would know about that stuff. So. Oh yeah, yes, he's uh, one of the old guard like me <laughs> <laughs> of the uh, the the old times of the uh, the. Uh, in the 90s although it joined I think just at the beginning of 2000 something like that. anyway so still uh, 20 years ago plus uh, around <laughs> oh my it's been a long time <laughs> I, I'm like the new kid on the block here for, for this stuff I, I, I got into the craft late it, it's um, that was something I liked about the uh, all the LCCs and this one in particular is that uh, you, you you get the connection between the old guards like me and Jan uh, and Gray and uh, uh, others who have been around for uh, 20 plus years on the uh, whether in uh, on the Conlang main list or the other uh, fora that uh, that have existed. I mean, I joined the Conlang main list in 1997, so. 21, uh, 22 years ago, approximately now, uh, and you get to talk to people who've just joined the community, who uh, discovered it, uh, uh, what, uh, a few months ago, a year ago, two years ago, that just started. This is, there, are, there were people there that were uh, uh, younger than uh, uh, some of my colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's going to happen. Yeah, there were people there who were born later than when I joined the Conlang mailing list. That's that's fantastic, but it's uh, it's it's interesting uh, uh, thing to see, and it's uh, it feels great to be uh, to be able to connect. Uh, we always say there is a kind of a disconnect between the new uh, uh, generation of Conlangers and the old one, and the LCC is a fantastic way to to bridge that gap. Yeah, were there any non-conlangers, like people who were just there to check it out? There were a few, yeah. There, I know yeah. a couple of the younger members that uh, Christoph was talking about are interested in one day pursuing linguistics when they go to university. So they were taking the opportunity to come and check out this aspect of um, um, applied linguistics, I guess. Um, <laughs> there were a couple of people there who had never conlanged before but by dint of being linguists kind of got tapped and said hey can you conlang for this and they went sure um and they were you know they they were blown away by you know the different approaches different people could take um to this craft uh there were a few parents and and friends of conlangers that were there just kind of enjoying the ride so yeah 
Yeah, there was uh, quite uh, uh, a various uh, crowd uh, present. Plenty of people got uh, uh, got in there through conlines, but not as creators, but as users, whether Klingon and uh, uh, and others. So, but uh, uh, yeah, it was it, 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 there was a variety of people around. It was really nice. It feels very odd, honestly, to think of like there are people who for a long time, actually, have been learning to speak Klingon. <laughs> just, it's, it's just a thing. You did research on Klingon speakers, Joey. Yeah. Um, I cited that in my dissertation. I think I tried to, at least. I, I knew you were going to try to. I really hope it did make it through. Yeah, I did a, a stress study because um, I was I was talking to a, a Klingon speaker, Kov, um, who said, you know, don't forget how to do stress when you're up in front of people speaking Klingon. And I said, yeah, 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 it's it's iambic, no problem. And she said, well, yeah, that's what the book says. I'd be really curious to know what we actually do. And I said, hey, I can make this happen. Uh, so uh, Cove got me some audio and provided some transcriptions, and I analyzed it for stress. And uh, as unnatural as the Klingon stress system is, and I, I think it makes Mark very happy to know that it, it breaks a lot of rules. Um, Klingon speakers are absolutely able to acquire it. Yeah, uh, that's 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 very interesting. And uh, but let's move back onto the conference. Let's let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and listen to another clip. Just grab that here. Hello, my name is Margaret Ransdell Green, and I'm here at LCC8. And I have been performing music, and I just gave a presentation, and everything is really lovely, and I'm having some tea now. <laughs> so she's just having some tea now. Uh, we talked about Margaret Ransdell Green and her music and her uh, presentation. I, I I don't recall. I don't. I don't. You said her her presentation was on the first day. She had a presentation on the first day um, with the music, and then she had a poster um, also with Eric, the, the person doing the music portion of her, her songs. And then Margaret was also one of the member of our panel discussion, and she had an individual presentation on the second day. Oh, okay. I haven't that. The second day one is the one I don't know about. Oh, also the poster, because I wasn't there. But um, yeah, that's... Uh, that that's one that I'm going to be watching soon. The um, she had a presentation at the last conference, and it was very interesting. I'm sure that it will be interesting again. Well, you guys know. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was the uh, uh, that presentation on uh, uh, what was it already? It was on Polysemy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it. It. Well, it's something that uh, it's one of my uh, big interests because uh, polysemy is a fantastic way to add words to a language without creating new words, which since I'm really bad at creating words is uh, uh, something I like to do. So it was uh, uh, it had a personal interest of mine. So I, I really liked the, uh, uh, the examples that she was uh, uh, giving and how, uh, especially how the when creating a language, can uh, a, a, a con culture can inform a, a con lang, but the other way around is true as well. In that, when you have something created, something in a, uh, in language, 
can somehow in some way uh, suddenly have an influence of what on what the culture is like yeah which is not something you normally expect in a natural language yeah. at least not unless you believe in in the <laughs> strong sapir wolf hypothesis <laughs> well i mean so that was nice i don't i don't know how she put this but to me that there's there might be an element of discovering things about the con culture through the language yeah. exactly that's exactly how she put it yeah I mean, yeah yeah for me anytime i get to hear a con langer talk about their the etymology of their words or or how they imagine the etymology came about and in, in their con culture i i love hearing that thought process so like margaret was talking about how um one goddess was known for being very um oceanographic i guess and so changing personalities with violent storms versus calm surf and um how that moved its way through um one of the words um hearing how grammatical gender weird things happen where like a noun for a girl becomes masculine gender i, I think i'm thinking of a dothraki example right now where girl got was uh, synonymous with mushroom because they looked like mushrooms because of their haircut and mushroom was masculine gender so the noun for girl became masculine gender and, and i think it was dothraki and I, I love hearing stuff like that so margaret's talk was fantastic as well um there was a talk on the first day i forget uh, who the speaker was who had that was also about that and they were talking about how they had um uh, the, they they were talking about how people named things, right? And like the there's a mythology behind. I think that's uh, Harper McCarley's talk that you're thinking of. I think so. I don't recall the name off the top of my head. But they uh, had um, the people with um, horns, I believe, and yes, that, they yes, were talking about yes, the different geographic right. regions. Yeah, that that was Harper. Yeah, yeah, that was much more focused on their own. Conlang uh, than what you're talking about, but that's the, that was a very interesting talk. I love to, that talk. Um, yeah, just it was a quick lightning talk about Harper's first attempt at conlanging and the decisions they made. And it, I mean, the slides were awesome. I, I think they were a little nervous getting up there in front of everyone, but gave an awesome talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's the one of the great things about the LCC that you had uh, uh, talks from seasoned conlangers like uh, 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 like Jan and talks from uh, complete uh, beginners like Harper, and they were they were welcome in exactly the same way. They were uh, every everybody enjoyed it, them uh, all, and they were just as as good. Uh, one and the other. It was uh, there is such uh, the community is such uh, so accepting of new of of uh, of, of new people and uh, really welcomed them so so nicely. This is this that was fantastic. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, Harper kept talking about how they were really a beginner and uh, how it was uh, intimidating, but they did a great great job. Yeah. Um... I also, another talk that I really liked that I saw was the, I mean, we're, I think we're going to mention all of the talks now, but uh, they, uh, <laughs> who was it, who was it that did the con pigeons? Uh, 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 Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was doing the, the con pigeons. That was an interesting thing. 
I wish I had more time in my life. If I did, I might try to organize one of those because that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so uh, for for listeners, you can go li- wa- watch that talk. But it was, um, he got a bunch of people together. They were talking over Skype and each using a different language that the others didn't know in order to sort of try to manufacture of the process of a pigeon forming, which was like, it is not exactly a real pigeon, but it kind of was an interesting experiment. And I I think he's repeated that um, experiment, if you want to call it that, a few times now, and they're just constantly trying to figure out what is the right methodology and what's the right um, software to overcome some of the problems. Right. And he went over some of that in there. But uh, that that was yeah, yeah it's uh, it shows the breadth of what uh, you can do with uh, uh, you can discuss at uh, at the LCC because that was something I was not expecting at all. <laughs> that was something really different, <laughs> yeah. really different. Okay, and um, let's let's all go ahead and I think I have one more clip that we'll play and then we can we can talk a little bit more. Okay, so uh, I, I am pressing catch uh, to say something in Klingon for uh, LCC eight. Okay, much cut. Call over cut the doctor edge and dot edge. Now the Klingon call the dot lock. Jackson Bradley charge Klingon call when I am just speaking off the cuff, Klingonish, Klingonkol, which I talk with, Klingonkol, which, which I talk to that edge, talk that Klingonkol, Klingonkol, which, Saklonish. I know no Klingon would ever say, yeah, but I'm not a Klingon, so I get to say thank you. Yeah, Klingons don't actually say that, so there really isn't a way to say that you're welcome, but that, that uh, um, there is that, that, no... Yeah, no, no, you, you give me honor, I was trying to... Yeah, I guess Okay, I think I... Okay, so um, I'm, I was cutting it off for a second there because uh, there's somebody else that I want to play right after after mentioning that, but like... Joey, you're the guy who's closest to Klingon here. Like, did you understand what he was saying? You know, I, I was catching a little bit here and there. I'm I'm not a Klingon, a fluent Klingon speaker. Um, he he was talking about Dijatachvish. Um, uh, um, you know, just kind of speaking free form. Um, so he's he was. Um, not getting too in depth into everything because he was trying to figure out what he wanted to say, and I didn't give him didn't give him any time to to think about what he wanted to say. Uh, he was recognizing some of the other speakers who were there, uh, like Deshdu, um, who 
has his own book of Klingon poetry now that I hope is coming out soon. He gave me a copy of that. Oh, awesome. Oh uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So he was, um, you know, saying that uh, it was wonderful to to be speaking Klingon with with uh, very good Klingon speakers uh, who were there. Uh, if I caught that correctly. <laughs> okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna finish out that clip because there's there's a point to it, to the whole thing. I think it holds together. Found something. What's your name? Oh, Thai. Aloha, ho aloha, which means. Hello, friends. So but formally, it's formal. And which conlang is that, or That's which Hawaiian. Hawaiian? That is Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian. Okay. Yes. Thank you. That's actually a very formal way of saying. So that's just a thing of the, you go to the language creation conference and you get a lot of people who speak a lot of different languages, both conlangs and natural languages. We were at the uh, we were at the pub after the conference wrapped up on Sunday. And I, I think there was about 30 of us that ended up back at the Cambridge Blue to just hang out and wind down from it. And we ended up having a, a table challenge of which table could come up with uh, saying cheers in the most number of languages. And uh, Christoph, I, I think your table was in the, the, the low to mid 20s and we ended up getting to 27 at our table. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a mix of uh, cheers in uh, plenty of natural languages, some conlangs. It's uh, it was fun. That's weird. That's not a that's not a word that I tend to learn. I know Chinese is ganbei, but uh, <laughs> that's yeah, we had that one. We also had ganbei from Japanese and Mistravia, slantia, majka, majka. That's that's Klingon. Yeah, and we had a better Klingon one, and I'm trying to remember what it is. Uh, it translates as "May your blood scream." Ivlige, uh, <laughs> um, oh, this will come to me. Give you a second. Ah, uh, judge, judge. May your blood scream. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, I can, uh, I, I will be editing the silence out, so you will sound like you come up with the Klingon much oh, faster perfect. than you did. <laughs> but, uh, that, that's, um, yeah, so there's, uh, that, that sounds like a very Klingon way to say cheers. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, see, that's the thing that I miss out on, not actually going there, is these, like, extra parties and breaks and stuff where people are talking. Uh, yeah, that's... Um... And that really made the conference for me. I, I mean, uh, uh, no offense to the present uh, to the presenters because the the conference itself was fantastic. Uh, but the, the 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 social part really uh, this time really uh, rose above every and any expectation and was uh, it it's it felt like uh, uh, it felt like home basically. It felt like you you would just belong there and. Uh, I noticed that we uh, we stayed each time uh, until closing time of uh, wherever we were, and the people had to actually uh, uh, throw us out. <laughs> Although, and then we kept going on 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 the street. There was no end to it. It's it was incredible. Uh, quite a lot of people stayed at the same hotel I was staying, so we uh, we ended up carrying on uh, uh, long conversations at the hotel until three o'clock in the morning every day. Uh, I'd love to say it because uh, you you passed on uh, the president to me, so you got to just sit back and enjoy it more. But I 
I agree yes. with you. No, like even with the extra responsibilities and whatnot, I found the social environment was just so friendly, so engaging, um, so rich this time. I don't know what it was. It's 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 the European way of thinking. <laughs> just kidding. Perfect. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an experience, and you you have to live to uh, to experience it by yourself to really take in it full. It's very difficult to explain how it is. The the, the we are we are basically a, a diaspora in the, in the world, and we hardly ever meet uh, other conlangers face to face, with a few exceptions, with people who just happen to live clo uh, close uh, close by. But uh, uh, mostly, it's uh, the uh, the only connection we have with other conlangers is with uh, via words on the screen. So it's however uh, open we are, it's always very impersonal. Putting a face on names uh, and a voice uh, makes things suddenly feel more real in some way. I don't know how to explain that, but it's uh, it's really uh, gives the uh, uh, turn the community into something that really exists, that that's real, that's out there, and that's uh, uh, interesting to see it unfold in front of you. Interesting, very nice to participate in, and. Uh, one of the uh, reason why I think this uh, the uh, LCC is more than just a conference, but really a way for uh, it basically a kind of uh, how I could call, call that. Uh, it's too early for me to look into uh, to to find my words, but um, it's it basically turns the uh, uh, the community that already exists into an actual community of people. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. There were a couple of people there from Calgary beside myself, and I almost only see these people at LCCs, even though we're in the same city, and you know, obviously, in, in interested in the same things. But well, you should arrange meetups. I I but have tried. I have to try harder or more frequently or something. I'm really lucky in that um, I got to know several conlangers in Madison. First, I, I met William online, and then I moved here for uh, graduate school. Uh, I happened to get accepted in Wisconsin, so I, I came here. And then we met, uh, we, um, through, like, mutual friends and also, like, people who had listened to the podcast and stuff, we got, like, we have, like, four or five guys, um, Plus, David Sala lives here, and he's always active in the community. Um, so we got four or five guys who meet every month. So that's that's definitely something that uh, I would encourage a lot of people to do because the LCC is definitely a great thing for concentrating for the, the, the community, but that only happens every two years. If you get a local group going, you can meet more often. Yeah, we're, we're true, but you have to have the people around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although we are seeing more of that, I know uh, Southern California has a Conlang group. I I paid them a visit a while ago and got to chat and meet a few new people. That was pretty awesome. And uh, Jamin Johnson, um, one of our board members, has been hosting a, a Conlang saloon at his and Terry's house. Although he's moving, so I don't know what happens with that, but. We are hearing more and more of uh, these small, smaller clubs or, or meetups happening pretty frequently. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's great. That's great. So it should happen more often. But some of us are quite isolated. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, trying to organize something in Amsterdam, especially with uh, now that I've moved uh, uh, closer to where Janssen von Sinberger lives. It's something that's feasible now. It, it wasn't feasible when I was still living where I was living la last year, and it would have taken me two hours to just uh, meet with him, with, meet up with him. Now we are something like uh, a quarter of hour from each other. So uh, that should be possible. And there are other conlangers around. I know I've made a few <laughs> uh, at the LCC. That's uh, why I didn't know where, uh, where he is. So uh, yeah, that's uh, it's not always easy when as, as soon as the, the, the closest conlanger to you is uh, more than a couple of hours away, it's very difficult to, uh, to organize. All right. Well, it sounds like um, it was a great experience being there. And uh, I love that uh, we have this community building event. And I hope to go. Next one's going to be in two years. I'm hoping that I can get there. What, 2021, right? Yeah, that's the next one. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see where it is and, and what I can uh, arrange. But uh, we are, we are going to change how we pick the location uh, we're gonna we're gonna open it up more to uh, LCS member input rather than just having the board pick a proposal that we think is best uh, we're, we're gonna open it up to the membership to really inform our decision of where it should be next time and and hopefully make it a little more transparent process with more community involvement that sounds great because yeah I mean it's kind of not like i don't always know because because the thing is there's i can see like that being a double-edged sword because on one hand you want the community to input have input on that kind of thing and have sort of an idea on that the other side of it is that i know that in the past the lcs board has considered stuff like you know we've whether oh, okay do we we've had one in europe do we want one in the united states or vice versa that kind of stuff to try to spread it around to different locations so whereas the community might sort of just like concentrate it like everybody wants it to be where they are so wherever the most people are it ends up being um so yeah, we haven't formalized exactly how we're going to do it it'll it'll still be a um a way for us to, to take the pulse of the community and find out what the community wants, but we'll still try to consider things like that. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, we, we will not hold the conference in a location that um, has laws that penalize uh, members or, or, you know, the ideals of the LCS. So we, we can't uh, go to a country that persecutes uh, homosexuals or transgendered persons. Um, so that's... Right. Yeah, we're 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 still gonna make sure it is a safe space for everyone. This this community, you absolutely can't have that happen. So yeah, no, we noticed we noticed uh, uh, Sai had an interesting uh, uh, did an interesting poll at the end of the uh, of the conference, and the uh, the amount of people of LGBT people in the uh, that were present in the room was uh, in. Uh, oh. Interestingly high. I, th I think, yeah, forty percent of the uh, of attendance. Yeah, one was LGBT in some way and form. Yeah, I think one of our um, 
one of our topics for the podcast on our list is LGBT conlangers. But like the question is like, who to invite? There are too many of them. <laughs> like, and like, or you put me? Yeah, I, I've got you. I've got like, um, you know, I mean, my co coast for the longest time, William is gay, and we got the, you know, I mean, Sai, and then we've got tons of other people that can be on. Uh, there's the uh, many of them who, and many who have been on the show before. It's kind of like uh, that's a that's a. Um, uh, I have I don't know the math off my top of my head, but I think there's an extraordinary thing of like on this show. I've had so many LGBT people on, and I don't really try to get LGBT <laughs> people on, right? So yeah. that's that's showing you like what this that the community's made made up of is, uh, you know, it's just like they're there and they're they're people who are going to be on, uh, who are interested in the topic and willing to talk about it. So that's that's uh, the people I get. I have had. I've made efforts to include more women on the show because, uh, like, I mean, we we had a a woman as a as a host for a long time, but LGBT people, like, I never really made an effort, but I had a lot of people. So that's a uh, that's an interesting that's an in, just an interesting fact about this community, and I don't know what it is about Con Langing that attracts a lot of LGBT people, but. That's what the community is. I think it's also just a, you know, it's, it's a welcoming community. It's a safe space and people don't have yeah. to be afraid of, of admitting um, or, you know, just being honest about who they are because they know they're in a safe place. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, one, one, once you've uh, uh, admitted to creating languages, being gay is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, I think that online conlang communities are the first place that I encountered well encountered a lot of these categories but the thing that jumps out at me the first place i encountered an asexual person so mm. like there's there, there are a lot of the, the the there's a lot of different people represented a little lot of different groups represented um so uh let's let's bring it back so next one's in two years I guess we don't have any idea. You, you gave us a little bit of plans that we're that the community is going to have more input, but uh, we don't know where it's going to be. No, nope. be um, anywhere. There's already people telling me we're going to submit for uh, the UK. We're going to submit one from uh, Madrid, I believe. I heard. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I I was suggesting to Margaret, you know, Hawaii might be nice to visit, uh, but or perhaps <laughs> not Hawaii. <laughs> So yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, one yeah, one thing that uh, this conference and actually LCC six proved uh, is that Europe can uh, hold just as big a conference as what you can get in North America. I mean, once again, we had the uh, we broke the record in terms of attendance. So um, it shows that at least eighty two. Sorry, yeah, eight yeah eighty two indeed. Uh, which was quite a jump from uh, uh, from last time, which is seventy yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's uh, really proven because there was a while uh, a question, especially after LCC four, that uh, maybe Europe wouldn't be able to hold such big conferences as what would be uh, held in uh, North America. But this just 
has proven that it's just not the case and people will uh, in Europe will uh, uh, come en masse just as much as in North America. So now it's, uh, yeah, and it's maybe time to look into other uh, places. I've uh, had talks about how Japan would be an interesting place to have a conference. Yeah. There is an entire online uh, uh, community in Japan that we don't know about because they keep in touch only in Japanese. And so they are completely closed to the rest of the uh, of the world, but there is they are there. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see when the where the next one is going to be. You might attract con uh, language from other parts of Asia because I I know that there's there's some Chinese con language too. But oh, yeah. uh, that's that's uh, all over the world. I get views from all over the world. Or listens. <laughs> uh, so uh, everywhere, everywhere there are conlangers. It seems like, but uh, that's uh, that's that's something to look forward to. We'll see what the next one is, and I I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that um, in the next one I will be able to get there and go run around with a recording device myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, worst case scenario, I've got two years to play around with all of our live streaming equipment, really learn it, and try to really knock the quality of the next live stream out of the park. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you definitely need to do that anyway, because there there are a lot of people who are who might never get to see the conference. So it's great that we're doing the live stream. We we try. It's uh, <laughs> that is the single biggest challenge every time, but um, we're we're going to get better at it. Yeah, the uh, technology is a curse. We we seem to be cursed when it comes to technology at the L, uh, at the LCC. There are always problems. Well, we'll see maybe next time. And one thing would be nice to do maybe, and I'm just thinking now, and I'm talking to Joey to to uh, keep that in mind. If we do if we do um, a post session again to uh, to have somebody walk around with a camera and live stream that as well just to give an, a, a feel to the uh, uh, to view to the viewers what the post stations are so like so i know yeah. did do that but i think the stream cut out when they got too far away from their their host computer but i i believe they have the footage so hopefully we'll be able to upload that um... do, here here's a question um do have any of the poster presenters posted their posters online that is a good question. I don't believe they have so yet. Um, I mean, so this is one of the things we're going to look for volunteers for. We do have all of this footage from, I believe, three cameras and two audio devices that we're going to try and edit to good quality and put up to YouTube. Um, Tobias, our, the LCS's secretary, I believe is going to lead this project, um, hopefully starting in August. Um, and I think there's still a lot of unedited footage from like LCC 6 and 7 as well. Oh, okay. That, that would be definitely a good thing. I'm just saying that, you know, I've made academic posters before and I don't know what the, what all the LCC posters are, but like generally you just make a gigantic powerpoint slide and turn it into a pdf and print it out so you can post the digital file online yeah. and uh i would encourage anybody who has done a poster uh, if you've got the file post it online for everybody who couldn't go to the conference that would be a that would be a handy thing for a lot of us um 
Because I've been to conferences before where people just like uh, they posted their their um, they had a hashtag on Twitter that they just posted their posters onto. So that's uh, that's that's an option for you guys. Um, but uh, anyway, thanks thanks Joey and Christoph for coming on. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts before we sign off? It's one a.m., so I need to go to bed. <laughs> Christoph. Um, uh, well, I'll just have, uh, I'll, I'll just say, uh, Liedan, mm-hmm. which is cheers <laughs> in Moten. <laughs> of course, you're, you're going to make me look up, uh, what cheers is in Dothraki now or something like that. Um, no, uh, I just can't wait for the, the next one. Um, I'm, I'm not going to wait for two years until we do a, another, um, relay, but, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for the next one. It, it's going to be even better than than what we've had so far. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, the sky's <laughs> the limit. I hope I hope that the numbers keep going up and up and up. Uh, I hope someday we have like five hundred attendees. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be. <laughs> I've, uh, have to... Last year I attended a conference with five thousand attendees. Yes, so that's the goal. That well, <laughs> that's the that's. That that may be a long, long term goal, but I mean, like it, it, it was five days long, so that was quite a different. Yes, thing. yes. Um, if we get that big, we're going to have to rent out the Bellagio. Just saying. No. Yeah. 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 Um, the I, I'm I'm saying 500. 500 is about the point where you'd be starting to look for larger venues than you usually do. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's let's uh, well. well that was a great conversation, and I am going to uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe just over the next few weeks, consume the rest of the live stream content for the, the second day. And you guys, uh, Joey, I guess you're going to bed. Yep. Christoph, I guess you're you're the start of your day, and you've got a big trip going on. So... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, celebrating my 12 and a half uh, uh, year of wedding anniversary with my husband. Yeah. So we're going uh, we're going south uh, just to have nice dinner with uh, with family. It's just one and a half hour. It's not that big. I mean, we are talking about the Netherlands, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So. Um... With all that said, uh, thank you, Christophe, and thank you, Joey. Thank and, you. Uh, um, I'm glad that uh, – and thank you to everyone who helped to set up the um, Language Creation Conference. And uh, thank you also to our patrons. And with all of that said, I'm just going to say happy conlanging. Thank you for listening to Conlangery. You can find our archives and show notes at conlangery.com. Conlangery is supported by our listeners. Thank you to Margaret Ransdell-Green, Bram Hill, Ezekiel Fordsmender, and all our patrons who support us at patreon.com slash conlangery. Conlangery is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike license. You are free to use or adapt our work for any non-commercial purpose as long as you credit Conlangery Podcast and release any derivative works under the same license. 
Web space for Conlangery is provided by the Language Creation Society. Our site was designed by Bianca Richards, and our theme music is by Null Device.